we go. I'm so scared right now. Having <laughs> <laughs> a big drip coming out. <laughs> Usually I don't have this much mouth on the camera, but today I'm scared. Close. My friends, to my friends in the corner, are just staring, and I don't know why. I'm so scared right now. That's that's, that's almost. That's a, no, but I'm like looking over this way now. It's a little more normcore right there. Yeah. <sighs> it's what we're all about here. At it, 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 like that. <laughs> I'll I'll put the cat lasers in and later you know, post. The cat Excellent. lasers were beautiful. Did you like those? I did. Okay. Yeah, we're, they were, we're great. Gonna, we're gonna stick with them. They're there. Yep. I think they should be a standard because cat lasers, laser cats, That's our tagline. Our tagline is meow 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 meow. Meow 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 meow. Did you forget about toot toot? No, I didn't. That's why I mentioned what I mentioned. That's our new tagline because toot toot was our tagline. Toot toot. Too. I'm gonna keep playing with this camera the whole time, just just moving it the entire show. Yeah, even though nobody can. I was gonna say if we were it. doing a YouTube version, maybe that. Be... <laughs> but instead, it's just you know this for our. You get, you get to listen to us talk about for our the, enjoyment. The fact it's... that I'm just gonna keep moving the camera around. The the YouTube. Hey, I see outside like... your window. They're like, 18 minutes of Crowder moving his camera. <laughs> Fun. Is it worse than 311? <laughs> you know. Is oh, it? Yeah, I give Sweet. it about a 2.5. That's not bad. <laughs> that's that's dead center. That's even, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's really entertaining. You but, really, you know. It just doesn't matter. I'm when you put it underneath it like doesn't that, matter. you get to see a lot of your Mark Scruffalo, you know what I mean? So cool. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't shaved today. Where have I? Um few days it's been a couple days i guess neither have i yeah you guys have beards you're working on no. it, it looks like <laughs> fuck no i'm not i'm just lazy i've been too busy to fucking shave <laughs> sounds about right yeah. that's what led to my beard i literally did one month of no shave november and got past the itchy phase and was like holy fuck this is way better than shaving <laughs> Because I have to shave like every other day. If even like if I get a five o'clock shadow, it's literally the next day after I shave, and then it reaches that itchy phase really quick. So it's either I, I got to if I either keep up with the shaving or go the beard. And if I have a cool job, I that doesn't care about the length of my beard, then there is no shaving ever. The only shaving that gets done occasionally is if like the beard is short and there's a little too much neck. I will get rid of some of the neck, but it's like the shortest, yeah, quickest I mean. shave. I don't do any top cheek because my top cheek doesn't oh, I do, do that I do thing the chop that some cheek. guys. Yeah, I don't do yeah, that. Yeah, mine does I that. Have, yeah, so I have I a do friend this who, who this. goes to like the top of his jawline. It's like it's like oh, I don't have to go that it's like high. Under his I go eyes. Here. Oh, that's it's like crazy. Under his eyes, yeah. And I'm like homeboy, like Yeti at that point. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I would get rid of that, <laughs> but my beard doesn't do that. It's perfect, so and I don't have to worry about it. Like I, I, I would probably get rid of it because I hate having facial hair. But at the same time, like, man, I might just Bro, go go full Bro, on having wolf a boy little bit. Not bad, dude. Like, no, I'm saying past... full wolf boy. If I could grow like yeah. bucket, like, is it growing his like nose? If he could like wolf boy, yeah, I could yeah, just it's cover the whole face. my fucking it's face. It's the whole face. Yeah. it grows. Teen it wolf. grows onto his thirty year old way wolf. that most people do not grow a beard that way. It's incredible. Yeah, sounds cool. Incredible. Sounds cool. I'll take it. 
Uh, you know what else is incredible is I made a drink for our our uh, our episode. You know called that? the green corn? No, this one is called the red bird. It's uh Dang. it's a little bit of corn whiskey. So you know, it's got the corn at least. A little bit yep. of peychauds. I made a sweet tea syrup. Yeah. A little, little bit of lemon and then I uh you know, filled the glass with ice and topped it with a with a beer. There's a little bit of beer, not like a full beer, just like some beer. What kind of beer? Uh, it was an amber ale. Yeah. But that makes I was, sense. I was originally going to go for Guinnessy or something like old and like light yeah. or, but mm-hmm. yeah, amber is pretty good though. It's, yeah, it's all still right. lighter. Yeah. It's all right. I, uh, I also made one called the lead belly. That was a beer with a shot of corn whiskey and a, uh, habanero bitters oh. and Tabasco with a salted rim. And, um, nice. it was what it was. It's a hot beer. Whiskey. Yeah. I mean, a shot in a beer for Lead Belly makes sense, considering the like history of sort of blue streets like bourbon and in Beal and all of those places and like like a you submarine know, or some shit. What, there's a street specifically that he hung out on um, in Texas, I believe, um, as well. That are just like you know where where African Americans went and hung out and and you know were able to stay away from the police and racist white people. So you mean white people? It's yeah. redundant to say racist. Yeah, it's redundant yeah, right. to say you're right. racist, my, my people. <laughs> I stand corrected, Perry. You are correct. That is true, and I I am sorry. Please forgive so, yeah. us. So yeah, uh, please forgive all of this on this episode of Is It Worse Than? We're talking about classic uh, le- le- the the legendary Lead Belly, known for covering such acts as Led Zeppelin. Nirvana, Nirvana, White Stripes, <laughs> Creedence Clearwater, Ram Jam. Uh, yes. He he covered them all. A good so forty funny. years, forty years before they played. I don't them. know how he did it. It's amazing, and that's it's why crazy. I think time travelers live amongst us, people. I just you know like if you're gonna play Black Betty, you gotta have like that ripping guitar, right? What's he doing, man? He's just like well, singing I was a little clapping. sad he didn't say Rambutan. Rock I was always a big fan. Whoa, Black Bloody Rambutan. <laughs> Bamble so, Lamb. And they're eating the Rambutan. Like, Bamble Lamb. <laughs> did, you guys know, did you guys know what a Black Betty was before this episode? Because I didn't. I, yeah. I assumed, I I assumed did, yeah. that, um, that some white dude had was like, you know, like brown sugar or something and being like a crass jerk idiot. And I was like, oh, dude, that's like the paddy wagon. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Except it's yep. for dead people. Oh, uh, that's not what I. Uh, oh. Oh, I'm I sorry. No, on... the hearse is a is a black Mariah. Yeah, Paddy wagon is, is, is the, the black Betty. Yeah, the black because yeah, Paddy wagon came from the Irish. Yeah, like, it was racist. Like, it's racist. Exactly. Still a racist. Or, I don't know, xenophobic, maybe? Whatever. Whatever you want to I mean, yeah, either I was way. Yeah, race. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I think. It's, it's, it's a prejudicial term. It's bigoted. There but the go. point being is still that people, you, people use these terms. Rambutan? I mean, like, obviously, he's using this term, you know? A black man. Well, and it's, so this is murderer month. <laughs> That's what I decided. 
for Halloween, October, all month long, we are covering murderers, and that's how we wound up with uh, the the Led Zeppelin cover band, Led Zeppelin. I'm sorry, I mean Led Belly. Uh, the the guy uh, the guy sings songs from prisons, like because that's where he learned these was mostly (laughs) yeah he did learn like a shit ton of them in prison like midnight special it was like everywhere you read it it's like yeah he probably learned that when he was in prison (laughs) so that's the one that i didn't know what that was and apparently that's a train that would go by the uh sugarland prison where he did time and they the train would go by at midnight and they would see the light going by like that's literally it's literally about being in prison, watching the train go. Because that's so special. Because let's face that's, it, back that's, then that's trains freedom. were pretty cool. That's freedom. <laughs> yeah. Get on the train and you go. You know, that's it's the exact opposite of being locked up in middle of fucking Texas because you killed one of your family nowhere. members, you murdering fucking bitch. <laughs> I mean, I mean. I feel like a lot of the altercations he ended up in where he stabbed somebody was like bad situation, but also led belly aside. <laughs> he still stabbed him. <laughs> led belly aside, like the Sugarland well, prison and all those prisons were like, you know, obviously the like life expectancy for people there were like 30 days. So yeah. the fact that he yep. made it seven years is saying something. Well, he recorded a shit ton of stuff through the uh, Library of Congress the, in prison. The Lomax. Too. The Lomax yep. family. Al- Alan and jo- John. Is it John? John Lomax? I believe so. Uh-huh. <laughs> the, the, the guys that would go around and yeah. pay, pay musicians like two pennies to record some shit that they... We're going to put you on with. this al- aluminum disc. They all sound... It's so funny listening to the recordings. I swear. Like, Le- like Lead Belly and the Lomax, they all sound exactly how my grandma speaks. Where it's just so like, and she's not even like from the South. It's just like, I feel like, cause none of them really had like, I mean, they had the Southern twang, some of them, but like, there's just this like, like pattern to their speech. That's like that. She literally sounds like they literally sound like my grandma when she's telling me about her old, when she was a kid and that kind of shit. <laughs> like, I feel like the Thanks, Lomaxes Grandma. were New Yorkers. Yeah. Like, it, I feel like they're Northeasterners. No, it says he was born in Austin. My bad. Huh. But your your speech can change depending where you if you move. Right, you know. right, of course. Yeah. Of course. Well, and also but, there's affected speech from that time period. The the what did they call it? the transatlantic? The transatlantic or yeah, yeah. something along that. Like, yeah. 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 I got to do because it like this, see. Well, it was supposed to be like the most like Easily it's translatable, very- especially over recordings. Uh, like, from my understanding, it's like very much like how uh, talking heads speak nowadays. Like, it doesn't really matter where you're at. Like, most news anchors are going to have kind of that level of speech that's not really gravitating towards a accent, more or less. You know, it's Chicago Midwestern is what it is. It's about yeah. an, it's an up about enunciation yeah. and pronunciation. Yep. Is my understanding. It's like. Clearly, being able to understand an accent, exactly. yeah, accents were See? a little more different at the time. Yeah, yeah, there was, yeah, sorry. Mary, you see. <laughs> well, also, you know, well. plus it's just fun to do. 
Well, you feel like you're like Al Capone over here, yeah, yeah, huh? Come on, yeah, let's, I, let us laser on the Bobby. And you're like, what? So, are you Australian doing that? Meh. Did you guys yeah, listen yeah. to all the albums, or did you listen to an anthology? Fucking no, bro. Bruv, I try to listen to as many things as I possibly can, and then I got tired of hearing how many renditions of Midnight Special or fucking Bold Rock Eagle. Island Line. Dude. Rock and Island Line. I love that you know, song you, so much. Actually, Rock Island song. is one of my favorites. Rock Island Line. <laughs> I, I want the John Henry song to never, ever come uh, across. Or John me. Hardy. Yeah, or whatever the fucking fucking. Well, there's two of them. Is. There's like. John oh, there's Henry. John Henry and John Hardy. John Hardy, yeah. yeah. Then. They're both like a good chunk of the time. They're always like paired together too. So it's like, what about Mister Hitler? What what John H is this? I'm so confused. (laughs) That's well, I think the music is is like real similar for both those songs too. Mm -hmm. Where it's like it was just like, oh, John Hardy. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna do a John Henry song this time, and it'll be Hardy next time. But I'm still gonna strum these. They're like, uh, hey, Huddy, Huddy. It was it was Hardy last time. That's, What's going on? Oh, I said Henry this time. Yeah, yeah, you so, did. Well, which one did it, I learn from? Dick <laughs> well, the f- scary part is it's even like Dick Ligger, <laughs> which sounds even more like, is, is like it, a, a, it? a one a one syllable away from not saying from saying where I don't want to say. It says Dick. I thought it said Dick Lick. It says Dick Licker on the track listing. There's one of them that's that not- says Dick Dick Ligger. Oh. But also, if it's... I mean, it could easily be pronounced differently, you know, depending on... That, that's what I'm wondering, if it's a dialect, dialect thing. Yeah. Well, he says it in one of those... Uh, in in one of the, like, uh, non-album... Maybe one Album. of the singles or, like, one of the Smithsonian <laughs> recordings. Where he literally says, I learned this from Dick Licker. What? Yeah, that might be an a- like an accent or a dialect oh, sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. The track listing that I read had ligger, which, again, with the hard R and an L. Thank I God. mean, it, I, the thing <laughs> about it is, it you know, a lot of these guys' names came from you know, licking dicks, being slaves. <laughs> I'm just saying that if 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 the, if this man coming came through from, Ellis Island came from like whatever, what's your name, family. Dick Licker? What do you do, Lick Dicks? <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> Whatever I have to, man. <laughs> My mom's friend's name was Richard Tease, and you know that was that's great. That's Dick that Tease, hard. Baby. <laughs> that was, I guess maybe I mean, hard, but like there's no relief, huh? Hey-o. I feel I feel like it's one of those things that there's a lot of people that have negative connotations with that terminology because they're homophobes, you know? And that's why oh, like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Like, if you call me Dick Tease, I'm not hurt by it, right? But, like, if you call someone that's, you know, maybe from a, another generation or older than us, they might have uh, more, like, just unnecessary dislike towards a group for no reason, you know? I, I feel like there's a good chance back then Dick Licker was fine because it... Uh, well, I don't think Dick naivete. meant what it meant, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so either. I'd have the to look slang back might at not the, have been there. Yeah, I don't think that slang term for dick it came around until even post Nixon, if I recall correctly, because that's why nobody had an issue with Nixon's whole campaign about being like, what was it like? Everybody loves dick or something like Tricky that. Tricky dick. Tri- yeah. I mean, <laughs> both of those are fucking gold. Trick out if you dick. <laughs> that was it. Exhibit comes out. <laughs> 
exhibit trick my dick. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, shit. <laughs> we're rebooting that Yo, shit. dog, I heard you like a dick in a dick. So I went ahead and put a dick inside your dick so you can have a dick in your dick. It's like, just exhibit, thanks, exhibit. Exhibit sending these guys to do wild body mod to their penis, and then they oh god, this, like and then he sells them like the for donut, sex like, work. like the, the 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 fucking donut at the head or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Robert doesn't seem into this idea, but we're gonna reboot it. <laughs> reboot it. I'm going to the next uh, piercer and getting that done, sir. I need a tiny donut. You could be the first guest on on our new Trick My Dick. Trick (laughs) My Dick. (laughs) Oh, my God. What happened to Exhibit, man? It's weird. I don't know. You know, I used to like his rap when he was first He wasn't bad. Yeah, his first few albums weren't bad. He started doing car modifications, and now he's just pimping out people whose penises he's mutilated. (laughs) Well, it caught wind that I guess they would literally, like, take things back from those people. You ever read that shit? Is that real? Yeah. They they would literally take things back. We're not letting that fly on our show. Oh, no. I'm not taking your donut back from your dick, bro. You can keep that. (laughs) (laughs) What was the question, Robert? Did we listen to all these albums? I think... (laughs) They were awfully hard to find. Super terrible yeah, they to find. Were, they were really difficult to find, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I'm I mean, glad I listened to the anthology. I listened to the anthology and like corresponded the track listings to what Wiki said about the albums. So I'm pretty sure I got most of the tracks, but it's not like I if I missed anything, it's not like I missed anything. I think I got I got the majority of the tracks <laughs> that are on the uh, actual albums, he only had a couple of uh, six, yeah, seven. And seven. often there were like six tracks at a time, huh? They were right, exactly, right, yeah. right. Yeah. So uh, I think I got most of that, and probably a good majority of the singles that he put out, because a lot of the stuff he put out was singles, um, and probably a good amount of posthumous or or leftover recordings or Smithsonian stuff that wasn't like released to the public. So I think I, I did okay at getting this just well, quote unquote discography. Honestly, you could literally listen to everything that's on Spotify and or Apple music and you're going to catch pretty much 90 something percent. You know what I mean? What are the interesting some- one of the interesting things I read, though, is he was supposedly was very encyclopedic and knew like 500 songs. Like they were, you know, they said yep. that he had a really like a steel trap of a memory. So though he may have played certain songs pretty regularly and recorded those because they were like the bangers, like he did actually know a lot more and was and was capable of playing it. And that's that's something that you get if you look into the Smithsonian recordings and you hear the mm-hmm. the ones where he's like talking, to, talking about stuff. Yeah. It's yeah. Really cool talking in between or where there's not a lot of guitar. Where I'm guessing maybe he couldn't get access to a guitar and it's just him Talk saying like, oh, I, yeah, this song would come from, and now it goes, mm-hmm. yep. The first time I heard Black Betty was was an acapella and it was incredible. I was like, this is so weird and unsettling. Well, it, makes it was that little like, medley track really he does. Yeah. Yeah. Because he just, like yep. goes into it and all of a sudden it's just like, whoa, Black Betty. And you're like, 
Rom, uh, yeah, I like Rumbaton. Wait, no, that's not what they're saying. Bamba Lamb. <laughs> I just, I don't know why. It was some stupid meme back in the day where they it literally like had like the things and it said Black Betty and then it's a picture of somebody like peeling and eating Rambutan. So it just, it sticks to my, it sticks in my brain now. Looky, looky yonder. Do you guys heard that looky, the Black Betty yonder? Was, was also a term for like for the prison transport like the whip, or the whip they used to like, like slap the backs of slaves oh i didn't see like blam a lamb is the sound of it it whipping like smack against the back like that was another thing it could have been so it's like i heard i heard prison transport like being whipped by this thing interesting so that's lamb yeah exactly damn not okay bam a lamb (laughs) no 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 a way different song in my head than you know when i heard it being covered 40 years later or whatever it's like super oh, yeah. dark they're literally well, saying like reading something it's like there's two different things of it either being the prison transport but usually led let's be honest it's not like it's any different nowadays but a lot of uh, black people to uh whatever prison and then alternatively it could be used for the the whip so we, at this point it's probably one or the other probably both I at this point, but fucking white people suck. That's all I can say. Damn, Balam. <laughs> uh, the this guy he he did these recordings. He was while locked up, right? As as far mm-hmm. as I'm con- as far as I think I read, his history wasn't the easiest for me to find either. I thought it it would be a little bit easier. I almost watched a movie, but it it looked like it was. They I don't, don't even I don't know, know his real birthday. Right. So uh, they find this guy in prison. Due to the the Lummoxes going through and doing their recordings for the Smithsonian, they do these historic recordings. The guy ends up getting pardoned. I don't remember exactly when that was. He does a series of singles from like 1935 up until 1939 when he actually has a full-length release. But I'm pretty sure that back then... uh, they, They were 78 rounds per minute for the record player. So these were 78s. They're quick records. And this was like a three disc set. But um, the first album would be N word sinful songs. I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. It's got that word there. It's right there. I know. Even though the, even though the real word is like a legit word, it still says it just doesn't feel right. (laughs) It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. Uh, It is the title, but whatever. Uh, at this point, we're already seeing he's already what in his sixties or something like that. He he had been playing with Blind Lemon Jefferson before prison. Mm-hmm. He had learned a, a good amount of like street songs that way, uh, and like street performer songs, and then it going to prison, learning all this other stuff. I think you're probably right when you when and they're probably right when they say that he has like a a set of like five hundred songs he could play. But this would be the first time in a collection that we're finding songs like Black Betty, uh, Green Corn, Fannin Street, which is later covered by Tom Waits, and I fucking love that song. The Bull Weevil, which is covered by uh, White Stripes. The Gallus Poles, which is one of my probably one of my favorite uh, Led Zeppelin songs off of. I think that's number th- Zeppelin three or whatever. Uh, despite you know, fuck Led Zeppelin. I, I really don't care about Led Zeppelin. I'm just saying. You mean on they the didn't scale, still black people's music. 
Yeah, yeah, but I mean, like, there's some cool Led Zeppelin. It's fine. We're not here to review Led Zeppelin. I just feel if I'm out here being like, well, off of well, number three, there's a song I just want to... Well, they do a Led Belly song. Pretty good, though, you guys. Pretty good. I want to make it clear that, like, I'm not over here trying to fanboy Led Zeppelin. That's not not the point. I'm just, you know... Ron Swanson so- wants to let you know that he doesn't like riddles. <laughs> uh, give me some more riddles. Nice. I like it. Fucking Ron Swanson. Anyway, those are songs. Gallows Pole is a cool song, you know? So like, well, In the Pines is That's That's legit. the Led Zeppelin version. In the... That's not, that's not, that's not here yet, though. That's, I'm, I'm trying to go through some of this, like... Close to early, how we early. would do a, do a normal episode, even though it's hard to do because this guy... It's really hard, yeah. Yeah, by the second second ep- the second the album, which is so, uh, mid- the Midnight Special and other Southern Prison songs, it's supposed to sound like a chain gang singing. And at this point, he's not in the chain gang anymore. He's out, and um, they hire choir to sing with him. <laughs> and he literally has to teach these people how to sing like they're prisoners. So... Uh, I feel like a good portion of these recordings, when they come up in the anthology listings, this is where you get the Midnight Special. Ham and Eggs is one that stuck out to me. Grey Goose. Stewball was one of my favorites. Pick a uh, Bale of Cotton is the jam. Pick a Bale of Cotton. cotton. Yeah. I Whoa. love yeah. the, like, the, the, the melodies and the harmonies together, yep. and it's just like so energetic, and it's just like incredible. Did you know well, that one of his that his name, one of the thoughtful reasons that he got his name was that like... Either he was so lazy during his chain gang days that he was like like led under a tree, or something to do with like he was so tough, like the metal that he was able to like pick more cotton than anyone else. Like hilariously oh. goofy names for his his name. But like, I love either uh, direction of that, and I'm leaning one, towards the lazy because that would be amazing. <laughs> the, the one I read was that he um he could drink out he could out drink people in moonshine. I read that. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Not working Nick on the names. chain gang is the hardest thing ever. Like, I, th- that was the time when dudes with guns were aimed at you while you were, like, you know, doing manual labor. Taking it off, Basically boss. enforcing slavery once again on a group of people that had been fra- freed. So, I, I think Taking another... Taking it off, boss. I think, in a, I think another one was that uh, somebody claimed he got shot in the belly one oh. time. Uh, so, lead belly. His oh, a little bit bullets. more specific on the... Uh... Yeah, I mean, that sounds right. This Are they all sound like legit? They all, yeah, for real. Like I don't think it matters what the real reason is. Yeah, they uh, all are like, that, this set of recordings. It sounds to me like, "Oh, brother, where art thou?" And yep. all I could think, like when I was listening to this, was so this is like a a like approximation, a product that was made to approximate the sound of a genuine chain gang, but obviously not. So. This is like a falsified document to some degree that almost like at this point in our t- where we're at in the timeline has become the accepted sound because this sounds so much like if you if you liked oh brother where art thou back in 2000 who gives a shit and fucking you love the music and you were one of those people that was like I'm putting on the old brother where art thou soundtrack George Clooney looks funny with a gray beard yuck 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 uh, hey, you know, you're, you're he's gonna a silver love this fox. Shit. You take that back right now. That's a great. It's a good movie. He's it's a, a good silver movie. fox 
And it's literally like what the Odyssey. So it's a Coen Brothers know. film. It's yeah, a good movie. I it's like great. It is a good movie. Movies. I'm not trying to say anything about that. Necessarily. I mean, I'm, no, I know, I know. But don't saying. you sound like don't, you sound like you're saying if you were a Soul Sony. Collective fan in 1996. <laughs> that's what you sound like. Like your tone is so like, happy if you, that they if you, <laughs> they make a new album in 2022. If you like, like keep it what? separated, but then later albums more, I don't know. Just, look, I don't, look, I'm not trying to talk down to you, but if you're dumbass like that fucking stupid bullshit back then, you'll probably like this bullshit too because it's fucking the same kind of stupid. Is George Clooney is a goddamn <laughs> silver fox, and the Coen brothers ever... are great filmmakers, and they are, they are, yeah. And the the music from that soundtrack is fine enough. I love well, Big it, Rock Candy it, Mountain, dude. That song yeah. is lit. That song's That's... a jam. That it song is, is so I'm good. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> that movie is yeah. fucking so gold, dude. <laughs> John Goodman is a cyclops. Come on, this... you can't fuck around. John Goodman is a cyclops. Like that's all I'm saying. For sure, uh, Lead Belly is kind of like the Bradley Knoll of his time. <laughs> can't even say it without laughing. What the fuck? <laughs> Lead Belly is kind of he like is, the, though. He's like... the Bradley Knoll of his time because, like, oh, this is God. like. Some of the first recordings of of popular songs that were They've originally been played spread. for so long, yeah, yeah. Like I can't say that any of these songs are necessarily Original. Lead Belly songs, <laughs> but he's the one that everybody will cite as being like, "Oh yeah, fucking Lead Belly." Uh, uh, deep I mean, in the even pines, in the whatever. pines, yeah, yeah. Because even Fuck. Kurt Cobain is all like, "That's the reason he covered that song because he loved because Lead of Belly. the song because he loved that- Lead Belly." That's and that's take is so bad. That is one of the no, worst. No, takes no, no. Of- it's it's fucking okay. Because it's, just because like the the reason it's bad uh, is because Bradley Knoll liked to misappropriate cultures for his own fucking self gain, and it was yep. a little disgusting. But if you ignore that part, because he's because literally this is part of this man's culture. So I see why yep. it is. So I get <laughs> yeah, it. But I know, I know, I know. Yeah. But but aside I, from that, he is kind of the guy that was like, oh. Here's this on record. You want to go find that song? Here's that song. That's a that's a classically played song. There it is. And I'm also a scumbag, just like Bradley Noel was kind of a scumbag too. So you know, Bradley Noel didn't kill anybody though necessarily. I mean, well, he might have. I, I, mean, I feel around. like okay. Once again, he might have I hope. give anybody HIV. I, I think that a lot of this is missing the context of the historical moment which Lead Belly existed. Joking. In. Uh, I know. I it's just, a like, high level <laughs> joke, bro. Like, yeah, exactly. Because this guy, like, well, that's that's why we talked about him doing covers of other bands. Because Homeboy literally was taking songs that are part of his culture and actually having a good voice. Like, a lot of people were just astounded by the tenor of his voice. So, the fact that he's getting on record, like, early fucking recordings, too, like, Top not like the Lomaxes were literally walking around with like aluminum discs to record these mother this motherfucker, <laughs> you know. So the like yeah. things, yeah. I mean, so, this like, guy we're, was one we're of talking many. early, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah, he was one of many. He was one of many blues musicians at this time. Like Blind Lemon yeah. Jefferson's one of the most incredibly yeah. famous uh, blues men of the time, which he worked with, yep. which is cool. I did not, re- I didn't remember that about Lead Belly. You know, it's like, I mean, are you ready for this one? Are you ready for this one? Oh so yeah, gonna, it's gonna be. It's good. It's like Blind, Blind Lemon Jefferson and uh, Lead Belly is like what uh, Salvador Dali to to H.R. Geiger. You know, like so the, who's the, painting the, the alien dicks? 
Uh, that that would be Lead Belly, the murderer, <laughs> the weirdo fucking murderer. In prison, just <laughs> that one's not draw, as bad. Drawing xenomorph dicks in his prison cell—that's all I see now. <laughs> it's like uh it's like uh No, I don't got one. I don't got one. I got nothing. You got nothing. It's cool. But but that that is like part of where I think, you know, that's that's part of the tradition right there too. The fact that Blind Lemon Jefferson t- sort of took this guy under his wing mm-hmm. for a short amount of time there, and uh, and taught him a good portion of his songbook, you know, or showed him how to play the this kind of guitar. This is how you play this kind of, I don't know, insert whatever here, shuffle. This is how you play this kind of fucking skiff. This is how you do a fucking. You know, this waltz, this blues, this fucking folk style. Well, plus, we're, he's literally at the point where, I mean, there wasn't really recordings prior, you know? like Yes. The reason the Lomaxes were going around doing that was kind of a big deal because that push for the Library of Congress re- records at the time and trying to get that, that base thing. And then, so you have that coupled with that, he can belt old timey folk songs for what he knew in his generation. Irene's so, his like, song, I believe. Which one? Irene is his song, ah. I believe. Good night, Irene. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe that's his song. Um, it's a good one. It's a. It is. It's yeah. Right I mean, that's there. one of the one of the most famous songs of his that he's known for. I think. That's, Which is that's cool another if one that uh, Tom Waits covers. I'm a fan of. If nice. It's cool that that's a if it is original because a lot of the ones he's known for are literally just older folk songs that he well, was just reiterating and like passing through, which is not necessarily terrible because you know unlike covers, which I'm I have a pretty firm view on covers, but like that's because. This is kind of like covers kind of come into this whole area too, where like covers were originally made, but they took songs from a black dude and well, covered it and made sure that they didn't have any like uh, acknowledgement for the recording or the song process. Hence, they covered up everything that the original song artist had. But uh, also, but also not related to race, like not right. racism. There was also like in the community of blues artists, the like, and also later on R and B dudes, early R and B dudes. Whoever made the best version of that song, it's their song now. Like well, it wasn't the, like yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what I was getting at. Was like was covers were the same. That, but like when you get to that blues and like where like Lead Belly was, it was not a about that it wasn't like well oh, that's the new jam and i'm gonna fucking do it it's like this it's, was literally a song that we've all sang and this is my rendition so here well, we go it's like before recordings that's a, a you go to you know you don't you don't have a fucking record maybe you do maybe you got like a cylinder player or something like that but like yeah. really before recordings it, you were fucking you banking have, it you didn't have any you didn't have any of that you went to the place you went down to the fucking alehouse on the fucking weekend when you were done or after work, and there's a musician there or, or mus- a group of musicians, and you would say to that musician, you know, back when I was Do you know up this? in Georgia, yep. yeah, there we had this song. Do you know this song? Please play that song for me. I just want to hear that song. And that's kind of what this is. You know, yeah, that's, that's, that's why where, he... That's where, that tra- where traditionals come from. To some but degree. that's why I there's no... 
There's no like, oh, he's just doing covers. Like, I don't. There's a difference yeah, no, doing a not, cover, yeah, no, right? Right? Like, th- there's no. I don't. There's nothing about that when I f- when I listen to his stuff. It's like nobody here you, has been like. Nobody here has been like it's the equivalent of playing Dave Matthews Band at the party. Yeah. <laughs> Why haven't you guys right, said yeah, that yeah. yet? I mean, so that's like that's we need that take. How do, uh, how do I pop some that? oxycontin and listen to some Dave Matthews you know, band? Like, Come on, it's like bro. when your bro says he really wants that Dave Matthews band song, you play your bro that Dave Matthews band song. It's only fair. It's, it's you know, so it is just like that, though. You know, if you went to college, uh, especially probably like lower end college, where you could get away with going to a few festivals on the weekend, fucking uh. Back Bro, in the, you can late, get away with in that the late nineties, early two thousands, you you gotta know how to play a Jack Johnson song and 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 a fucking Dave <laughs> oh, man, Matthews Jack jam, Johnson. you know? Fucking Jack or Johnson. Else, Jack Johnson. Jesus fuck, or else man, what? I mean, Jack Johnson gonna, and Lead Belly are basically the same. They both played children's songs. Or you, or they both you knew played the songs goddamn. for adults. Uh, they both played songs about women. Uh, and they both played songs about being on the beach. I don't know. They're basically the same artist, right? I mean. Some more hot takes. You're trying. Hot take. That was that was not the same though. Mine had a point. Damn it, my Bradley Noel one had a point. Well, I was just bringing it back. Bringing songs to the fucking mainstream. I was just bringing it back to the fact that those same people are the same people that are going to sing fucking what I got around the campfire. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I heard you. I heard you. I I know, but it got lost. It got lost. Yeah, yeah. This is just like what do we call that? Like ninety, like late nineties date rate rock. You know? <laughs> date rate rock. Pretty much. I mean, I mean, that's like all Dave Matthews. Frat, like frat, you could literally frat boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. Frat boy disc golf. Um, bring your girl to uh, knock her out party stuff. Yeah, gross stuff. Roofie, roofie, frolf music. It, this is a terribly off off subject and dated and probably like not appropriate at all, but I still do you guys remember the YouTube skit Bro Rape? Where Yeah. Where the guy was going to frat parties with a like a Nintendo sixty four in his backpack and a Jack Johnson C D and being like, dude, you wanna That's go back to my place? <laughs> yeah, no, yes, you're right. Uh, I forgot about that shit. And it, they like the like takes dudes like back to his place and then like they're like why are all these why you got all these big black dildos in your backpack? It's like what, dude? Those aren't mine. I just yeah. wanted to like hang out and stuff, bro. Think- I do remember that. That was one of the first like YouTube viral video sensations. I feel like. Yep. I kind of oh, forgot that was childish. Dude, old YouTube was nuts, dude. Dude, I just. <laughs> Did you watch the last season of Atlanta or season three of Atlanta? I haven't I've seen any of it. Watch I hear it's that. good though. Oh, Atlanta's fucking phenomenal. But there's season three because I think they I think they came out with season four recently. And I don't think I've watched season four. But season three ended on the most amazing episode I've ever seen in my entire life of a show because they kind of bank on like what everybody else is doing except for the baby mama girlfriend for Charles Gambino's character. Donald uh, Glover, whatever you want to call him. Like, his character had this chick, they had a kid, and in the second season, shit happens. I think it's season three. Uh, but basically, uh, what happened was we bought a, a, a baguette, and it, like, literally in two days, it went stale. Like, 
fucking stale. <laughs> and then we forgot about it for another four days, and it went stale. And the first thing my wife Plus does, man. My first thing my wife does is grab it, and she's like, "Oh fuck yeah!" She grabs it and like, "Let's put this by the door." Because we don't need a baseball bat. We got a stale baguette. And it just made me laugh because I think it's season three of Atlanta. There's an episode where she's like the last episode. She literally beats the shit out of somebody with a stale baguette. And she's like this black chick from Atlanta, like posing as this like French chick, like full on French accent and everything. And just like, bonjour. And like, all of a sudden, like, she's like, where's my stuff? And she, they're like, I don't have it. And she's like, that's not the right answer. And she like takes out yeah. the baguette and like beats the fuck out of this guy. And it's just <laughs> like, Whoa, you're like, Black Betty, baguette bam. Whoa, just laugh my ass because you're like, oh, how is that possible? <laughs> and then like, literally, we had this baguette ba- that was stale for like five days. Come on. Come on. Back, I, I it was still for like you. I heard it too. I'm not trying to encourage you. Though. Heard. Uh. Heard. <laughs> Basically, I was blown away that that's pretty possible because I had this baguette that I threw away that was stale for 5 fucking days. And I literally slammed it across a pillar and it didn't break. It took 3 times for me to go what and this wasn't like half assed. <laughs> I was fully like whack, whack, and it wasn't until the <laughs> third time that it actually broke the baguette. And I was like, "Oh shit, you could fuck somebody up with a stale baguette." Dang, <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah, so I no FYI, you want to fuck somebody up? Stale baguette, and if you want to fuck somebody up, it would only bruises. A sack full of uh, Valencia oranges. <laughs> okay. Uh, sure, man. Sure. That's, <laughs> I, that's one of my like favorite nonsensical, like, oh, you can leave no bruises if you use this. And it's like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> like, no matter what you use, you know, if, if, like trauma impact, you know, that's like, it'll leave a bruise if you're hurting somebody enough. What the fuck? Well, if the um, object takes enough impact on itself, too. Sure. Hence sure. a Valencia yeah, orange. So. They're nice and soft and supple and delicious. And you can make some orange juice after you beat the fuck out of somebody. <laughs> nobody needs to do that. Nobody. Oh. Nobody on this podcast in- is into that. You'll end up in prison, and, and they won't come and record you. If I was going to say that I was, I'm just going to have the Lombaxes come and record me. So what's the problem? I think in order to get recordings really done in in prison, you either need to have a pre-established uh, contract. Uh, it probably helps if you're a rapper and you can just do it over the phone, or it's like a singer, I guess. But you know, you don't want to piss the like rest Mac of the guys Dre. off. Yeah, <laughs> Mac Dre yeah. calling from County. <laughs> or or uh, uh if you if you're in like a Scandinavian country i think they'll let you record black metal usually. over the phone no they, they'll no, find out you're you... a black metal artist oh. and they have a whole it's... recording studio for you they uh you you weren't there for the burzum episode huh neither no. of you no yeah Bur- burzum did a series of recordings that were like uh synthesizer cuz they'll you know they they basically you get like an apartment 
over there. This guy stabbed somebody like 20-some times, you know what I mean? And oh, burned out geez. churches. And they put him in like an apartment uh, and gave him access to like, you know, computers and shit like that. Fucking, yep. Yep, that's a real thing. But Whatever. Several... I... <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were done, my bad. No, that's it. He put out a couple albums from from prison. Yep. Whenever I think of prison uh, music, I mean now the I did study some. I had took a class on the blues, so I did learn Charlie like, Manson. Some no, I think of Shine Poe because of King. Like we, there was this one track where it's literally recorded over like a like he called somebody called Collect, and he is rapping over the phone and it's so grainy and it's just like it was king's favorite track well one of his favorite tracks by this shine poe dude and like i was just like it's like this gritty and he I, he might be talking, probably i'm not gonna guess i don't know do we have somebody we could have done dude shine poe if he's like s h y yeah i mean s h y what Shine with an, a Y instead of an, an, e. an I. Poe. Yeah. Shine on yeah. me. P-O-W? No. Whoa, 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 whoa. I thought We're he called himself Shine Poe, but it just Shine. But it looks like now he's maybe an, a politician. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy, oh. dude. New York, sh- New York shooting. It was a New York shooting. That's so not they, that far-fetched. He was girl, his girlfriend was Jennifer Lopez at the time. Fucking J Lo, bro. He worked just, with. He worked P- with uh, Puffy. P- Puff Daddy, yeah. Ah, that Puff, makes sense Puff, then. Puff Daddy. Mm, so P. he Diddy? didn't kill anyone, but Puff, he almost killed the father someone. of Puff. It's he was charged P. with Diddy attempted now, murder. Bruv. Attempted murder. So Puff the father. The Puff picture the of him father. on Wikipedia is incredible, though. He's like, he's like, he's an incumbent. <laughs> so that's cool. Whoa. But he's not a murderer. Well, he then was it's almost not part murder. of this month. Well, almost Sorry. murder doesn't make no, murder month. No, what? Yeah, did, you're, what are you telling me? Almost, How are you almost a murderer? Almost he, murder he, just, he just shot somebody. He didn't kill them. Yeah. Then it's just shooting month. We should have had that. But then we could right. include junkies but in there, which then it would I'm just be like fucking it. every grunge band ever. I just feel like you know you could shoot people and not be a murderer. But if you murder somebody with a gun, you know, you're a murderer. Well, I mean, there is the whole thing about... It's closer to being a murderer than I am. There I've is the whole U.S. thing about shot what someone qualifies or stabbed someone as a mass... Or... Yeah, what, what's a mass shooting? They literally have a thing about how many people have to die to how many people have to be get injured. So maybe what a what that. a du- what a dark statistic or like like <laughs> I know politi- that so like a political up? definition there is literally of what a murder or threshold. mass shooting okay. is. Uh, cool, there cool, is cool, a cool. number okay, no, no, threshold I, of how many people have to die slash and or yeah. injured. Yeah, it's to like five reach or six. The, yeah, to reach it's, the it's, mass shooter threshold. Yeah, or mass shooting. Yeah, fucking disgusting. And. There was a nightclub shooting on December 27th, 1999, involving Shine. Uh, and in 2001, he was convicted of assault. So, um, that's, that's a weird... He's not, like, not a murderer. Not a murderer. I don't care anymore. 
I mean, even Billy Madison just knew assault. That, what assault was. <laughs> that's that's so. totally fine. Yeah, you know, the thing is test. with assault, uh, apparently, what I was told just the other day uh, is assault is if I were to swing at you, like if I was facing you and I like swung at your face, like to punch you, you seeing that, the perceived threat is assault. Me punching you, like if the punch connects, that's battery. Ag- uh, is it ag- well, so, where does aggravated assault come so, in? So, but, but just, I think you have to be aggravated. Th- th- there's a section here. <laughs> you got to be on Club, Viagra. <laughs> that says Club New York shooting, and it says was charged with and later convicted of attempted murder, assault, oh. and reckless endangerment. So, I mean, oh. it's, it's closer to murder than not. Yeah, but attempted is still just attempted. You're just a bitch because yeah, you didn't go you through. Know, still, I, I, just like, I mean, you're I'm missing just, here. I don't care. I get it. He didn't successfully murder. I get it. So, right, so it like, makes it's not murder month. I, I only mentioned it because we were talking about uh, recording from prison, not why Murder. He, oh, yeah. So. He, but now that we're here and we're talking semantics, I'm prepared to some semantics with you. Let's fuck with needs, semantics, needs bro. Needs be. <laughs> what I was prepared for was to say that uh, uh, Lead Belly makes some album called Plays, Parties, and Songs and Dances. Uh, Those and songs by are this, awesome. <laughs> by, yeah, by this point, it's like you get this Christmas song that shows up all the time where the the chicken's crowing early in the morning on at midnight. Chicken crowing at midnight on Christmas Day. It's Redbird. Crowing chickens and the it's better Christmas. than goddamn religious tracks he kept doing. I I tuned a lot of those out somehow. Uh, skip to my Lou is on oh, here. This is the, the part the kid one. This is, did you read? Did like, you listen did, to that there's, one? There's quite a few, but there's they like one particular like, where kitty songs. Yeah, well, there's one album in particular where they like get it all all together, and it's just like Lead Belly sings for children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the one he was talking about. Party songs, something or other. Is that what it is? Yeah, party songs. Just, I just know it was like chilly. for children. See, I, the album I see is just says Blood Belly Sings for Children. Maybe that's one of the later albums that was not released. Like a compilation album, I'm assuming. I mean, yeah. the cover of Play Parties in Song and Dance is him sitting in front of a bunch of kids. Yeah. Which is the song. same <laughs> thing as Lead Belly Sings for Children, so... Which is also like maybe a different label. I, I'm 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 so, I'm sorry. A Christmas a coming? Is that the one you're talking about? I'm sorry, sorry. It, uh, the the one on that album it's called the Christmas Song, I believe, and it's a different rendition. But they, are, I believe, the Christmas song is almost always a rendition of that Christmas song. Yeah. Like when he does a Christmas song, it's that one. Well, he's got. It this just, is literally maybe as, he does like a different verse or something. It's just funny. This is a song for children. And he's got Cotton Fields, Pick a Bale of Cotton, Midnight Special, and <laughs> on the album cover, it's just a bunch of white kids. When did it come out? Where, where's that one? Oh, <laughs> uh, because I'm talking about 1941, 1942 shit. Well, this is an old album, but. Like you can't the last lose me Charlie's release on this one. is like ninety nine. So Right, right. So it's like a compilation of Yeah, exactly. That's what I was yeah, getting yeah, at. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a compilation. Oh, okay. But still, it cracks me up that the songs on this fucking out like compilation 
And then you look at the, the cover and it's just like this black dude singing a hella black folk song to a bunch of white kids. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. Fucking. Oh, this, this dude that's like. Let's sing Pick a Bale of murder, Cotton murder, Kids. Murdering criminals singing about prison songs, you know. Singing prison songs about the South. Oh, Jesus, fuck. That's cool, dude. Crazy. Uh, what I was getting at, though, is by this time, uh, by the next album, Work Songs of the USA, where um, that one has Cornbread Rough, fucking Take This Hammer, Rock Island Line. Mm. Uh, but by this time, he's done with the Lomixes, and, and it does start to get to be uh, obviously recorded a little better. It's still crackles and hisses and pops and... There's nothing you can do about it because that's how it was recorded. Yep. Like those, those are there. Oh shit! My thing is not. Going. I guess we're gonna use. It's been going, but my fucking mic just cut out. I don't know how long it's been doing that. Uh, oh, only a minute. Well, I guess five minutes, something like that. It's fine. I'll be louder at one part because the other recording's louder. Who gives a shit? Uh. Hey, Robert, didn't you say, like, one of your extended family or, like, near family type things, like, uh, is going to be listening to this episode? God, I, I hope some not. More, should I do some more dick jokes? No, I would prefer that you didn't. God. Uh, Way more dick okay. jokes. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Richard Nixon I, was on uh-huh. the phone. Was, uh-huh. With the, was he with eating the an Kremlin. ice cream cone? Yep. Uh-huh. And he was eating a... Ice cream cone, very fast. Now, does he does he lick it? Or? The substance oh, of yeah. this episode is he licks frustrating. It real good. He, largely, just so aggressive. Why did I tell you this? I, we would have just had a regular episode, but instead, you guys went out of your way. I don't think impressed. we went out of anything. <laughs> no, there was no way. Second. I think just the last <laughs> joke in and of itself, maybe, but everything else was. That's very just natural organic. dick jokes, that was man. very organic. Just, yeah. just, <laughs> sorry, we're just whipping out the dick tonight. Uh, <laughs> the exhibit, the exhibit section was pretty rough. That was a long, that was a long section that went on for a but bit I mean, longer than I It definitely didn't belong in a music podcast, but it was about exhibit, you know. So, I but mean, he is music. So our, we, our, our range of talking about Lead Belly this episode has been, you know, Lead Belly killed man. He's, I mean, that sucks. And then it's like, you know, that guy Bradley Knoll and that one dude exhibit. They've used to put dicks together. Like, that's been the substance of this conversation so far. So, I mean, you know, whatever. It is what it is. We talked about, like, the use of traditional songs and how people would perform traditional songs to spread their music back in the day. That that came up. That's true. We discussed the term Black Betty, so people are more informed. We haven't talked about... Rambutan. Like his... We did that. Bambalam. The uh, uh, the fact how his guitar playing was, and it's funny that he gets mentioned so much as as this uh, as as legendary and famous as he is because it, he was considered virtuoso. But if you listen, and I do hear some of it, sometimes there's these like he'll be like strumming, and like this fury of fucking notes will come out that doesn't sound like any goddamn thing, and it just kind of sounds like in between his normal. He uses finger picks, doesn't he? Isn't that one of his yeah. things? Yeah. Uh, his 12-string yeah, yeah. guitar. And because it's 12-string guitar specifically, that's why. Right. But he also played several other instruments, including the wind jammer. The wind jammer. It's just an, an accordion. Yeah. It's like a special accordion. accordion-like. Yeah. 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 
Yeah, but those the name is cool. so dope. I was like, he plays the fucking Windjammer? Holy Jammer. shit. Let me check that, that out. Oh, that's just the special accordion. He apparently got Weird, Weird Al does that. And he does parodies, bro. What's what? What are you? What's so special? I mean, <laughs> basically, Lead Belly and Weird Al are the same because, right? They play <laughs> versions of other people's songs. You know, so <laughs> here's another comparison we gotta make. Yeah, I have to make it here. You know, it's Weird Weird Lead Bellyvich. <laughs> I like that he's a multi instrumentalist played by fucking like Daniel Radcliffe. You know what oh. I like? You know what I like? He's a violent criminal. It's a lot of fun to talk about. Is he a smooth criminal? Look, he got into trouble for about uh, for three or four times, off and on for about fifteen years, and then never got in trouble again. That's not a fact. Yeah, he stopped getting in trouble after nineteen thirty nine. He died in nineteen forty nine. From nineteen twenty five to nineteen thirty nine, there were three or four different times when there was perhaps a stabbing. Or a self-defense or a murder. A possible you know, depending stabbing. On how you look at it. Allegedly, bro. Allegedly. Look, Lead Belly killed a man, okay? He he killed a man, all right? And killed a after- family member. Yeah, he killed a, this like, motherfucker's a family Kane. member. Yep. <laughs> Not even just like some dude at the bar. It was like, like, what? The- <laughs> I, I, mean, I was expecting just like random that. killing. And it was like, no, he killed a family member. And you're like, oh. Well, that was a I'm really sorry, glossed I... over section in the wiki really quick. Like, I'm, sorry, like... I keep, I'm kind of sorry I keep bringing it up, but it's, fun. it's funny, especially after the the uh, exposure of, of how silly this episode has been. The meta content of us talking about how silly the episode has been thus far. Uh, well, I we've think got, the problem I mean, is we've got to we, we've no got to like... keep ourselves in the right place, and that's in, uh, breaking the fourth wall at every moment we have. So I mean, we break we the are. fourth wall any chance we get, bro. When like, when uh Robert, when you said that this when you were first like, can we just cover an anthology? And I was like, no, I'm still going to go by the records just to keep like the the structure that we normally do, you know, yeah. to some degree, yeah. Uh, you called it tedious. And I was like, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty simplistic music. How could it be tedious? And then by like the third anthology, because I couldn't find these records. They're impossible. In fact, if anybody that listens finds these records, on like the pressings of these, so mail them to me. Uh, I want those. I want those. Please send me original fucking. Yes, please. Um, but. Yeah, there's it. And every other song it's like that 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 rhythm structure you get those like those songs where you're like were you being lazy you're just being a little lazy on this one aren't you because i i've heard songs where you're like and then like the next song is you know it Bro. was cool hearing. Well, I mean, for for me, low like, note chord, low note chord. Low doing note the chord. blue, doing the blues is a very specific thing, and it's funny because it's like you know, it's tr- it's transformed over a century. But like those guys did play really basic music, and like at the end of the day, blues is blues. Like I hate to say it, like any blues musician you put on that was writing music from the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds until the nineteen fifties, like. Unless you're like you're you're up until the like Howlin' Wolf days and and Sunhouse and a number of other dudes who like sort of moved the tradition along, 
they they were doing what we've been talking about, which is playing this very specific style that does that scale and does it over and over again. And it's and it's almost more about the lyrics. Like a lot of the freedom came from the fact that these dudes were talking about things that they weren't allowed to express in their normal lives because they were black men or women experiencing extreme hatred and mistreatment by their the society at large and the culture around them. So, I mean, there is some part of me that's like, ah, the blues be bluesin'. You know, and it's like, and especially since we're, you know, Lead Belly played the same songs. Like, he, he really did. And what he got known for, I'm sure that part of that was like, record labels were like, you gotta do Rock Island Line. And he's like, I'm gonna do Rock Island Line again. You know? Um, but there's some, like, there's some, like, like his later recordings are really, they sort of, I feel like we're missing things in his early recordings because of how badly they're recorded. Like, the, com- the complexity comes through sure. in yeah. later, like, the anthology that I listened to was, like, a volume one through five, and it was 1939 to 1947. And by the last two records, by the last two sets of recordings, it was like, whoa, this guy is doing some really complicated things on a 12-string guitar over his songs, which he's gotten so good at that he's like... He can sort of languish on moments. He can sort of, like, he has these times where he's, like, talking through the song. Like, Rock Island Line slows way down later on in his career. It's, like, way, way down. And I and I think that that's what's sort of cool about it in a way that, like, I usually don't like live recordings. But, of course, that's sort of only, the only way you could do it at a certain time period. And so, you know, that's where, to me, yeah, it gets tedious because you're like, oh, man, I don't want to hear this really badly recorded version of the song again. And I, <laughs> and I did. And then also hearing the versions of the song where, like you said, why doesn't he have a guitar for that song? Because he plays it with guitar later on. But in this one, he's like, and then it goes like, pa, pa. And then you're like, oh, oh, and he's just making voice sounds. He's vocalizing. He's stomping. Like, all those things are really cool. But they're also like, oh, God, John Those are all things that It's probably for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, Homeboy was like, I mean, we're talking how, how, what year were these recordings? So they're, they're, yeah. Obviously, some kind of reason why he didn't have an instrument with him. But uh, as much as I agree with that, the one thing that really bugged the shit out of me on his early recordings was his ability to squeak in as many lyrics per verse as actual possible. Like, where it was just like, he was speeding up his lyrics to get like, and then he went there, and then it's just like a slow, like, like what we were saying earlier, like that slow pattern he has, like the pattern didn't increase, like this drumming didn't change, but he's just like speed talking all these lyrics that are just like, I, whoa, whoa. I kind of love it. I I'm not going to lie. I don't happens. hate it, like, but it just made me laugh every time I hear it. Cause well, it's just the funniest, it, the funniest part when that happens is it's usually with the song. It's like. I say this thing again and again. Yeah, I say this thing again and again. And I say this thing again and again. And then, like, I don't know, he's like, I'm going to say something different right here. And I'm saying it really quick. And I'm going to put as much into it as I can for a little really long time. And then I say this thing again. And he's going to lift up the bed sheets and he's going to see a crab on there. He's going to be like, why is there a crab under the bed? And I'm going to be like, I don't know. Then you look at me and you're going to be like, hey, I say this thing. Like, what the fuck? That's dope. It's funny there's this there's this thing that's been making the rounds on the internet of like the first rapper and it's like a quartet of dudes and like the guy is the guy's uh doing r- the rhyme tradition that comes from the blues like yep. you're like it's not it's like 
yeah, music that rhymes is like a is a culture that's been. It's a continuation, a of and like it's been in African American culture, <laughs> yeah. like for a long time. And it's like the 1950s quartets were not the first time some dude was rhyming about like the hard life, about women, about you know being imprisoned or, or treated poorly by a bigoted system and a prejudicial system, you know. And it's like it's I funny to me because it's like I listen to a lot of blues and like dude they rhyme. Like yeah, that's but kind of their how name. many of them are grinding on the devil? Oh, Lil Nas X. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but I'm just saying, though, it's like it's like a it's like a group of dudes from like the 1940s or 50s that it's like it's been on I'm, Twitter no, and Reddit. And, yep. Have you guys seen that? You guys know what I'm talking about? There's, and like people have put beats to it. Anyway, no, I, just I, think I, I, I I joked around saying that like you know like. Eminem only wished like he could get as many lyrics per verse type of thing because <laughs> <laughs> it was very yeah and I could see that that where that would go but like <laughs> man I I think what starts to get interesting with these later Lead Belly recordings is that you get accompaniment that's yeah. not just him yep on occasion and that's. That helps too because he gets better at playing these songs. He gets more comfortable, or he maybe has a better idea for how he would like it to be on a recording. You know, instead of it being like, well, "Oh, this is a thing I do live. Uh, I do this," and sometimes I'm like, "Hey, I'm gonna say something really quick right here for a second, but you know, sometimes I don't do it. So then I'm like, clap my hands, fucking uh, whatever. Like." He's actually got it down. He's got these other people with him that it's interesting to hear that happen, even if it is the same songs again. Over. And the guy's old. And over. Yeah. And he over. was old when all these recordings happened anyway, so he's just getting older and older yep. and older. I just watched a video of Willie Nelson playing at a Beto, whatever the guy's oh, name is. He's like super old now, man. Yeah, like, like was, super old. He was. He sounded old. It was sad. Like he was old at the end of like beer fest, and you're like, that's like a while ago now. And you're yeah, like, he's still going. Like decade. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, it's cool to see uh that. It's cool to see the this guy who started in prisons and then well, was it's... known for just singing and clapping. What did you guys the song where he's talking about dancing? Where he used to dance. It's from it the never really came. I, I might have heard you never it. Never found it, just, it. I mean, yeah. I might have heard it, but it just didn't. It didn't stand out. There, it, it's two back to back where I where I found it, and it was his first introduction. Like this is a song that uh, Blind Lemon used to play, and I used to dance. And then he starts playing it, and it's just this like instrumental, like little you know, dancey dancey piece kind of like a ragtime rhythm thing and then the next track is him being like yeah i used to dance and then i and and then it's just like two minutes of like like breathing and like slapping it's like ham boning bro yeah ham boning and he like kind of like will like be talking he'll be like and my mom used to make me ham bone like this and he's but it like it's really weird and kind of arrhythmic. <laughs> it sounds familiar. I, like, I, I swear I heard that, but it doesn't stand out like that. That, fully that was all the the parts of the music that I actually was really fascinated by were those sort of acapella moments or well, I like that we're talked. not accompanied by his guitar. Yep. 
and like I, I don't I don't remember specifically when where he was saying anything about dancing, but I do remember a song like that, and I was like, yeah, and it's like he's like dancing, and you're hearing and tapping his feet, and, and it's like there's and it's him singing over himself, and it's like weird and off. Yeah, I do remember that, but I don't I don't remember well, that, any of the lyrics. So that's why some of those uh, Library of Congress recordings were actually really cool because they were like straight up like, all right, bro, I got this microphone on you. What you gonna do? <laughs> he just like literally like chats about stuff and like goes into songs but, and like hearing and him like he'll he'll play a song and like he'll be singing and then you'll hear like once he's done singing you'll hear somebody like off in the background being like yeah I keep recording the blah blah yeah, blah, yeah, blah blah yeah. blah I'm like what yeah. the fuck <laughs> you guys just talking while this guy's sitting here recording this shit hey man they got limited they got limited spool time man like they got to keep it going. But like just hearing the the idea that how early these recordings were too is just really fascinating to me. Like this isn't like fucking even like tapes and shit. So to hear that mentality and hear them talking and hear knowing that this was during that huge like push to record artists for the Library of Congress, it's very fascinating to to hear him talk about things and uh I'm not even like I hated all the religious stuff, but there was that one where he was just talking about his mom and church, and he sang a bunch of different church songs that I skipped every single one because I was like, "Well, that was probably well, that was about Jesus right one now. too." Huh? Because if you look at the, that's probably another compilation. It is, one yeah. Too, because these, if like I said, most of them I listened to were compilations, and I just if you look I, at the the actual albums he made, those those albums don't those don't come up quite as much. Yeah. They're there, but no, like well, uh, I guess, yeah. I mean, for me, I, I, I mean, I, I like hymnals. Like, I actually do like hymnals, and hymnals sung well. Like, I don't care about the the meaning of it. Like, I, I was raised in a church. I'm not religious anymore, but like, I, I, I like "I Will Fly Away." Like, that's a cool song. I don't care if you don't like the words. That's fine. But like, the melody of the song and like the energy behind like a bunch of people singing it a cappella is interesting to me. And so like, like those songs don't ever rub me the wrong way. I mean, I don't care like about the meaning of it, especially since like, you know, a lot of that is like, you know, uh, be freed from the slave driver. So like in in that context, for me, if it was like on a Christian radio station now, I would be upset. You know what I mean? Like it's context for me. So I feel differently. I just feel like, I don't mind. Not like, to disrespect you, I'm just saying that oh, that's yeah, how yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. op- op- in opposition to that. You're you not. This is. <laughs> Yo, what, you, Robert? You know, like yeah, what the know? fuck, Robert? Robert, man? Is that Robert your opinion's up, wrong. You know? Bruv. Your like, opinion is wrong. <laughs> and I disagree wholeheartedly. I mean, it, there's not enough. No, you're you know. talking to somebody. I've listened to Gregorian chant. Dude, like, like, listen, dude. dude. I know somebody bro. who has Gregorian chants stuck in their CD player, and that's all they can listen to if they turn on their CD. Oh, well, that player. sucks. I, I've listened to and it. I wouldn't say and that's I the enjoy person it. that might listen to this podcast to hear all the crap <laughs> shit we have to say. <laughs> no, so like, I just uh, don't personally like most religious songs, and I, I've listened to a lot. And, uh, I mean, I grew up in a, like Catholic, so like, there's a lot that I remember growing up with, but. I don't know if maybe that soured my taste, but it might, as soon as anything is religious aspect, I roll my eyes because uh, it's not just to me. It's not just my feelings for religion. It's just that, like, especially in those eras, like that time, it's like how much of a like grasp religion had over people. 
that like that's that's the music we have to sing because it's part of church you know what i mean like yeah that's the kind of thing that bugs me it's like okay i get it that there is historical significance and there are people that have really like strong holdings to these songs like personally uh whatever bringing it up or maybe you know something along that's just really personal to them but to me nope i could care less like it's like okay you mentioned god i'm i'm I kind of checked out on the song already, so <laughs> I I, yeah, yeah. I completely understand that. Well, and I mean, in, but in in this tradition, though, it's, I just think of black churches and just like how much yep. energy no, there exactly. is. Exactly, like, the they are very part. tied. It's to like very different the music. than yep. some like puritanical church that's like, oh God, what did you do to seek ye first or whatever? Um, yep. No, hundred yeah, percent agree I, on that. I don't. I don't always dislike religious music well is it gregorian chant temple is fine to listen to when you're fucking tripping balls dude like like hymnals come from classical music often too you know like they come from a different musical tradition as well so it's not even like usual or normal melodic um sets or if they are the things that have now changed today a different way and so and that's why in my head it's more history like i say i i'm not a religious person anymore i would argue that i'm pretty much an atheist but like there's like you know the part of me that's like appreciates the history of it but i get i totally get where you're coming from so can i just say penis no. <laughs> oh i knew that was no, coming you, you, i, you I can't, like it sir. and you can you may you, and you may i say I, you can't sir that's i, I his... think <laughs> i think that this this listen was cool and fun <laughs> i i think that one of the 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 things about listening to blues artists I, I, I wish that like Murder Month uh, wasn't nec- wasn't necessarily oh, no. lead, wasn't necessarily Lead Belly because I feel like listening to Lead Belly next to like you know Blind Lemon Jefferson or uh, uh, any number of other blind like Blind is a Blind Melon normal yeah or Little he murdered, uh, he artist, murdered himself you know? didn't he or like Fuck. listening to this and then listening to like Lightning John Hopkins or something like like you know like like moving through a progression of blues artists and seeing how it's affected like genre and style is an interesting thing but like that's the thing about Lead Belly to me is just like him by himself it's he seems he seems like oh man this guy's doing this thing but he really was like an interesting guy in the time period for playing the 12 string guitar and you know Look, it misses look, a lot. Look, 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 a lot of the context. Well, here's yeah, the my whole thing was just it's no, 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 no. I need to explain this to Robert oh, because right. it seems to be Fuck seems it. to be struggling with the murderer month well, because it's it's like Halloween, right? I know, and, and I know. Murderers Halloween. do spooky things, and but but it Lost goes deeper than that because you, Robert, you, you wanted to do more blues. More like traditional, like old school musicians, like How at the beginning of the year when we talked about this. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so I put it, I put this in there for you, for you. I did this for you. How could Aww. listen? I'm not trying to. I'm not being. Cri- and we get rap, and we can put some rap in in Murder Month. I'm not being we critical these- of of it. Man, I, I'm not. You're man. taking it personally, Crowder. I'm not. Taking- no, 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 no. I feel like you're taking it personal for Lead Belly, and I'm just saying if he didn't want to be involved in Murderer Month, he, he should have murdered somebody and all them people. Yeah, I'll he only murdered one person. In Murder Month, one dozen. Is- Hey, but it's like a he family only member. Singularly this isn't murdered. even like a, this isn't even like somebody just like a passerby that he was like. He murdered I'm gonna kill you. This is like somebody he knew. Like you Listen, gotta like put 
thought into that. You people heard it here first. Robert Slusher <laughs> he is only absolutely fine once. with you murdering somebody once. Look, just once. Look, I, so so are, now are we talking about rehabilitation in the penal system? All I'm saying is he murdered once. That's Did bad. You he shouldn't penis have murdered. System? I'm not just. I'm not justifying penis. his murder. <laughs> I'm just saying it was only once. I mean, you know, if he's gonna murder, it's not like he's Dahmer or something. You know, it's not like he's John Wayne Gacy. Hey, he whoa, only murdered whoa, once. whoa, whoa, jo- yeah, Dahmer you know, was a like good guy. Say, that's right. Dahmer was a Kill- good guy. He didn't try to murder necessarily either, you know. It wasn't. He was just trying to. It just injure happened, him, which is still bad, yeah, you know. Exactly. But it's not as bad. It's like we were talking about earlier: attempted murder is not murder. I mean, you know, I'm you just, guys know. You guys know what I always say: kill me once, shame on me, right? Well, right. Yeah. So, like, well, yeah. Uh, well, anyways, every murder you can sa- do. Murder I'm sad at least that Lead Belly murdered. I'm just saying I didn't I, I when I because I, I, I when we when we started listening to this I wasn't realizing that I'd be like oh man there's so many interesting things that I feel about this in this way but he'd murdered so, so and here he is well, and he's spooky well, we didn't he's got well, great uh, hair thing, too we didn't really but a terrifying smile uh, creepy that, my, but that I man feel looks like, that's like the he's photog- <laughs> photography of the time like I feel like if it was different he'd be like maybe throwing up duck lips or something nowadays but like. I don't know, because like I feel that was just the standard photography style, but he has like that death style look on every photo. He like has. he just murdered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, there's like there's like a couple there's like two minutes worth of actual footage of the man, like video footage from like way way back that you can find, and uh, when he smiles, it's just like, oh fuck, Lord, dude, don't do that. You look you look mean. You look creepy as hell. <laughs> like you just ate a baby. Fucking but anyways, so this guy dingo, what we didn't saying. talk about. What we what we didn't talk ding dong? No, what we didn't dildos? What we didn't talk penis. What we didn't talk about was uh the the, the way that this man makes sound effects and, and shit like like or just like nonsense words, I guess. Like cow cow Yicky yicky! What? Oh, what's that? Yeah, what's yeah. that cowboy song? Cow, cow, yicky yicky yay! Yeah, 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 the cowboy song. That. Uh, oh, and the. Oh, I think it's called "Line 'Em Up." Don't you boys know how to line up? Rattle, rattle. Like stuff like that. Like just throwing in weird little. Well, that little was a spray noises. paint can. That's all I heard. Is that what that's about? <laughs> It was all the the, the hot graffiti. There's, there's from just a bunch of graffiti. Forty two. <laughs> Rattle guys cans and everything. The, the New York subway graffiti from 1942. Whoa! Come out. Those, tra- those tram lambs going out to the suburbs. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> Holy shit! Mind opening right here. He made a he he has that hammer song where he goes. Ka-ch. Yep. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, that's one of his most famous songs, right? Fuck. Hammerfall or what's it called? I should know this. Take this. It's not take this hammer, but yeah. take this hammer is good. I think it is take this hammer. But take this in hammer in certain versions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one and with the, the golden gate jubilee yeah. quartet, like versions that are more uh-huh. pared down, where it's like maybe he doesn't have his guitar, and it's like it's supposed to be a drum, but right. he's like There's- imitating a sound. There was one version of Midnight Special that I listened to where he did that thing where he just like extended, like he just kept playing like there's another verse now, even though there wasn't another verse here on the other version. 
And like, I'm going to cram as many words in there. And I couldn't understand what he was fucking saying. Yep. And it went on for like three full verses worth. And then he was like, so, so that you're going to die. Like, oh, what? 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 Spooky. <laughs> Let the midnight specials. Oh, all right. Okay, then, Billy. What the fuck was that, bro? And then I listened to another one. It was like, where's that line about you're going to. I wanted to hear what the dying part was about because I couldn't understand it with all the crackles and hisses. I did some I did some reading about the Midnight Blues song and specifically that train and specifically that uh like re-enslavement camp um at Sugarland. And apparently like it it really was that song was about how di- like basically don't do any wrong in this area you're going to end up in Sugarland and you're going to end up dead. So it's like it's like that song is about how horrible Sugarland was more than anything and how like, you know, just awful it was to be put on a on a chain gang or have to do the like hard labor out in the sun all day long at these jobs so that's what that song is about so if he says you're gonna so, die it's probably about you dying in prison yeah yep. yeah something that john fogarty definitely can identify with <laughs> <laughs> Fucking smuck. or kurt cobain like did you hear the whole story of like he was so upset because he thought everybody didn't like his rendition of In the Pines uh, because everybody was so quiet and, you know, but like in the multiple articles I read, the way they worded it was like, God. but they were so quiet because they were so flabbergasted about his rendition. <laughs> Just, oh, it's so <laughs> it's so bad. It's so it's so the opposite of what I would ever think oh. anyone doing that song would do to it. Like if you put it as an electronic bop, I'd be like, all right. But like his the way he's nasal singing, it's just yeah. ugh. It's so gross. I listened to that thirty seconds to a minute of it. I got into it and I was like, this is bad. And why are you doing this? I went back to blues and I was like, ah, that's yeah, the same song again. And I love it. Well, there lies why we've when we went through the whole Nirvana with their role. There, you know, there is that side of it where it's people like to choose certain things to stick onto, and it's, I mean, some nostalgia, I guess, but. I mean, not knowing that song is a, from the blues tradition or Lead Belly, which I I guarantee you most people didn't. I wouldn't have when 1996 MTV Unplugged Nirvana album came out. You know, like most people probably didn't know that. And I didn't know it until today. I didn't realize he'd done that. Dude, dude, Kurt Cobain is just like Bradley Knoll. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're both on heroin. They both like Oh my God, people. they both are. Well, did one come, did one they both kill sh- themselves? What, well, they both shot themselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, one just I mean, with a gun, one with a syringe. The, but but Kurt with both. Oh, hey, it's true. So he shot himself twice. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> what a selfish prick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> that came out. Man, this episode's going awesome. I'm having a great time. Off How about the rails you here. It's good times. Speaking, trying, of, good speaking times. of rails. I'm trying, I'm trying to find a... Because the Meat Puppets did that song too. And the Meat Puppets were on that... Uh, the MTV Unplugged, the Unplugged the, the episode. cover version. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, I'm just trying to figure out... Did... Did Kurt Cobain cover it because of the Meat Puppets? 
Well, supposedly he was a big old be... Lead Belly fan. Because didn't he buy like one of his guitars for like fifty grand or some shit like that? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's something else. Okay. No, I heard All that right. he was fine. Pitching something about buying one of Lead Belly's guitars. I mean, um, I could be. Like, oh, come on. I mean, if I, you I got read the that, money, I read dude, that somewhere. Right? I read that somewhere. I read that somewhere. It was it was it Kurt Cobain? Was that I read that somewhere? Someone in famous in the nineties wanted to buy his guitar. Yeah, I think it was just, Kurt Cobain was looking like I think he was like pitching serious cash. It's to the buy most one. sacrilegious bullshit I've ever heard. Yep. It's, like it's, it's, it's just it's really funny because it's Kurt Cobain too, the guy who is but like the person that's uh, supposed to be like anti- selling out, yeah. selling out so bad. I'm gonna kill myself because I sold out. Uh, when I offered but to also, buy Lead guitar, even though that was can what I get I was that? Like, yeah, I got a lot of money for it. Can I get that? Though? Stab, stab in my arm. I'm so sad. It sounds more like a Dave Grohl kind of thing to do, though. You know what I mean? Like after he like gets the only. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I'm Dave just Grohl saying, just... like it just sounds less like a Kurt Cobain thing and more like a Dave Grohl thing. Dave, Did well, you Dave buy that? Grohl was just in the just background doing this when he was watching. Out of it, remember? Yep. Dave. Yep. Dave Grohl was like would, this when he was watching Kurt like, would like, die. He was like, yeah. Dave Grohl would like donate that guitar to like a kids museum and then find a way to drive the Shut kids the museum, museum out of business yeah, exactly. so that he could claim the guitar for himself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, well, I just happened to come uh, in and the save the guitar. Could you imagine Kurt what would happen? <laughs> I'm Man. Dave Grohl, everybody. I'm Dave Grohl, and I'm going to do a children's museum where I donated this guitar final closing concert so that we can raise some money for only $500 a ticket, and then I'm going to take that guitar back. Fuck yeah. Look look at this, Kurt. Look, we're going to put this somewhere I got Lead Belly's guitar now. Yeah. <laughs> he takes his shit out of Kurt's grave with the guitar. Buy a Dodge. Like he's doing a big old like, like <laughs> guitar squat. Like... <laughs> <laughs> just a delight. Fuck you, Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl. Wonder- wonderful. He's a, he's the nicest guy in Hollywood or whatever. <laughs> what they say. They say. I fucking don't buy it. I don't either. Uh, like, there's no way. There's only a few people I've heard that are, like, absolute amazing people. And I can't guarantee that because I've never met them. So... I mean, the most amazing person is Paul Rudd interviewing Paul Rudd for a meme. That's the most... In- the, the I know, he was pretty Hollywood awesome person. on the Hot Ones. Have you watched no, the I'm Hot Ones episode? On yeah. Hot Ones, someone did a thing that spliced it together where he's talking to himself and it's oh like my God, that's the best. Fucking it's amazing, beautiful. Man. It's a okay, beautiful yeah. moment. That's the best, I best did read of a, Hollywood I has. did read a, a story on Reddit where a chick had was uh, randomly sat next to Paul Rudd because he took economy and... <laughs> Or uh, something along the lines like he wanted, she wanted to say like, "Look at us," <laughs> the whole like yeah. thing, the dialogue, yeah, like who thought yeah. we'd get here? And uh, she started, or I, I forget the story, but basically at the end of it, he came up to her and was like, "Well, who thought we would get here?" <laughs> and she's just <laughs> like, "Oh my god, <laughs> not me!" <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "All right, that's fucking Legendary. funny." Yep, legendary. That's gold. Look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Who thought we got here? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> it's a good episode. Uh, okay. Is yeah. it worse than 311? Uh, what? Paul <laughs> Rudd? Probably not. Oh, hell we no. Have, probably. He's slapping the base, man. He's not done his career man. yet, so. 
yeah, what, what we're talking about, Lead Belly, let's just do it. Yeah, fine, whatever. No, Lead Belly's not worse than 311. It's like a, it's historic. It's fucking, if you were looking for a place to find, uh, like, the roots of, of Americana and American recording and, and blues music and folk music, and that's the, so that, like, we didn't even, this, this, he's more folk music than he is blues, blues music yeah. half the time. You know, it borderlines on on turning into country music sometimes. Uh, God so, forbid, bluegrass. Uh, it, it definitely lead belly worth looking into, uh, especially if you're interested in traditional folk songs and roots music like that. You know how much we love roots music here, huh, guys? Huh? It's our favorite. Heck yeah. Well, we're going to find a Zydeco band just for Robert. Okay. What? We're gonna find the mo- the most famous Zydeco band and cover it next year for you. Excellent. Well, it's got to fit in the scheme, that. bro. Um, what's the what's the famous uh, religious uh, banjo player? What's he's the the bluegrass guy, Boz Skaggs, Earl Scruggs, Steve yeah. Martin, Scruggs and Scruggs and Bugs, <laughs> isn't it? But it's 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 Scruggs and somebody else though. It's two dudes. Oh. Yeah, now now you said Scruggs and Bugs, and I'm stoned enough. Boss Skaggs? Skaggs and Scruggs? You're like, nope, it's Scurly. Flat. Uh, Flat and Scruggs. There we go. Foggy Mountain Breakdown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm down. I told Nancy, I was like, I'm not a bluegrass guy. And then she's like, well, let's go look at the early stuff. And I put on the early stuff. It's like, I'm a bluegrass guy. (laughs) (laughs) It's like it's like if it's if it's the roots, I like uh, immediately I'm like I'm like I was wrong. Like if you put on like a modern version of it, I'm like I'm right, and then you put it on stuff before it. Like it's like when you know Dolly Parton starts being like America, fuck yeah. But you put on her early stuff, I'm like all right, that's yeah. I can fucks with this. Yeah, sure. I sure sure. I, sure. I would say you listen to Lead Belly. Obviously, it's not worse than Three Eleven. I think his vocalization is one of the strongest parts because sometimes you can't hear the quote unquote virtuosic guitar playing that he has like you said but i think that his lyrical like his vocal quality is really interesting and and like bright and fun and like it always sticks out and he's always present and he does weird things like there's one particular song i wanted to mention i'm going to on this last little line it's called red cross blues dude just says no silence for like too long like way too long like it's like it's like seven eight nine ten seconds it's like how they used to shoot film it wasn't spliced together cut 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 it's like long scenes you know he just stops after no saying shouting no at you it's like whoa no is he done singing for a minute and then he comes back and he does it again i'm like yes this guy's the best anyways lead belly's the best except for the murder that's not the best don't murder you know, obviously, yeah. dude. If you got it, you got it. There's only one guy. Just once. Just yeah. Just one. There's also like the questioning of like songs like Yellow Gal. <laughs> talk about that one. I don't. You know, yeah. That that one was a. Yeah, we'll talk about it because because Robert brought it up in chat even earlier, and I didn't uh, realize as I was working, I heard Alimony Girl, and I thought no, I was just not paying attention. Like on a walk. Alimony, 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 alimony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't know what. <laughs> sure. And, like, and then like, like, but like, just the other day, I was listening back to it again, and it, and then the next version came up, where the lyrics were like, 
don't do didn't do anything bad with the yellow girl and that's when it gets real my dad came home with the yellow gal and you're just like what what? is that yeah so like what exactly like what so for one yellow gal let's just say this came on in the car with my wife she's jaundice who's who's vietnamese and was very like, what the fuck is he saying? Oh, fuck. Next. <laughs> your, wife, next. your wife heard it, huh? Next. I, I mean, I think one of the problems with with it's it, uh, with the historical listening is like, you're going to run into some of this like really horrible yep. shit. And also it's misogynist. Like he is a misogynist. Like with it's a, misogynist I mean, obviously he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel like. If it's the 1930s, 1920s, 1910s, that doesn't excuse it, but like that was the time nope. period. Nope. No, it just I mean, made some me of... laugh because <sighs> it literally, when he was doing the fucking chorus, and it's just like yellow, 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 yellow gal, and she's just like, look, gives me this look. And she's like, are you fucking serious right now? I, I started I'm sweating. Like, oh, me and Nancy were me, both like. It's this- I, sco- like, I sighed and scoffed so hard when it started. I was like, Whoa! <laughs> I, you know, I am, I am honestly, I was personally just like, oh, that is not cool. But her reaction made it so much better. <laughs> I, I am honestly so embarrassed. Like when you sent, when Robert sent the thing with it in the chat and I saw the, the name and then I clicked on it and it was the song that like the day before I was just like, Walking down the street like oh, no. alimony, alimony. Yeah, okay. What do you? What's this guy fucking saying? What's he fucking <laughs> saying about? Oh no! <laughs> like, and then like I went back and listened to it. Was like, uh, what is this about? Oh dear you know? lord, that's so funny. I'm like, don't use, don't, don't call, don't, don't say that. Oh. Don't, don't say that. And are you saying that your dad? Came home yeah, with like that, the, the, and, then, and then what? And then what? And, but you, you didn't do anything bad. To the but end. somebody hmm. did something. Did somebody? Is there murder involved here? What happened to this girl? What happened to you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's too much. That, you get that. You get that in old songs like that. That happens. Apparently, it's right? Well, and also the blues tradition is known for its sexuality and like you know these artists singing about these kinds of things because that was like something that they couldn't do. Once again, it's about like you know bucking uh, the culture and tradition and sort of the like you know being mistreated by society. And so here they are singing about sex, and obviously in these ways are. Mod in the modern day, it's disgusting and despicable. But like, well, nowadays, I don't know how it was received back then. Ass. I don't know how it was received back then. You know, but nowadays they just talk about wet ass pussy. But back then, it's talking about like uh, sleeping in the going to the pines because you're gonna go out in the woods. Dang old wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? one of the, one of the most famous pussy, see? female blues musician. She's she's all she's singing stuff about her uh, snake rattling daddy or whatever, and it's like a hot ass song, like 1928, you know. Yeah, I don't remember her name, but I know what you're talking. about. I think it's Bessie Smith, but yeah, there you go. I think Bessie. Yeah, Yeah. that sounds about right. She's got some raunchy shit, (laughs) yeah, dude. (laughs) And it's so it's Uh super cool, you know, like to have that they that these people who were not able to speak their mind were able to in this format. That's that's something I'd actually like to get into for a month at some point here is is uh 
Because stuff like that has existed for a long time. Novelty song like that. And and that's just, she's one of the ones that people are like, we still kind of remember that. You know, like, that, that this isn't like a new thing. Like, a Weird Al's not a new thing nope, or anything yeah. like that. And I, I, I would love to dive into some of those, like, kitschy cult there's like com- they're like comedy albums sometimes sometimes well, they, like parody I, they kind of uh, captivate on an era of what's happening you know like, well you get a lot of it from like the 60s and 70s and you get some of it from back in like the 40s and what have you or especially in like britain i feel like had a lot of that stuff in the 50s and i would just love to dive into some of that'd that that'd be fun well and it's like 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 blowfly you ever from blowfly is like a 70s guy Mm-mm. It's it's a it's all of his stuff is about sucking and fucking. It's gross. It's disgusting. It's misogynistic. It's like funk, soul pop, gross like purposely gross. Well, honestly, it, we we should do a whole kind of threaded comedy thing because there are like legit musician slash comedic acts. You know what I mean? Like that'd, that'd be an yeah, that's interesting. Well, but- take. I also think euphemism and subtlety, you know, like in a space where it was like saying outright that sex was happening was not allowed. But if you could like, it's like, you know, like saying it underground, saying it in a sneaky way. And that's what blues, blues artists were doing, which is sort of cool too. You know, it's like subtlety, which, you know, it's a little less subtle nowadays. Like you, we've described, you know, people just talk about having sex, which is fine, which is pussy. good, good just... for them. Yeah. And then you have like <laughs> conservative pundits like uh, Ben Shapiro. I've never had, had oh, my wife has never pussy. had a wet pussy. I mean, I'm sick of all this wet ass pussy. <laughs> it was just it was it's so it was so funny because he got destroyed after that. that she's like, that sounds like a, a condition, and it's like it's called a condition, like turned on is what it's called. It means you've never turned your wife on, Dang. bro. It's so it's so bad, but yeah, that's cool. Dang. Well, dang Ben. Jesus, well, ben. look at the guy. <laughs> Jordan Peterson. Fuck, listen to him. Jordan Peterson crying. Yeah, right? and ben Shapiro ad- admitting that uh, <laughs> he does not make his wife happy. His Jordan doctor Peterson. wife. <laughs> his doctor wife. Doctor. Jordan Peterson, like, straight up will, like, look directly at a camera and then be like, I just forced a tear out of my eye. Did you see it? You know, like... I, that guy's a fucking hack. Piers Morgan is like a super conservative from uh, Britain, and he is he destroyed Ben Shapiro. He made Ben Shapiro so mad that ben, like Ben Shapiro thought he was gonna get a fluff piece um, from this dude, and he just destroyed him. And then Jordan Peterson comes on, and he's like, "You're an incel king. They call you the incel king. <laughs> You're a, incels are like horrible, nasty men." <laughs> he like describes them as what they are, and then Jordan Peterson is like, "Oh, oh." oh. <laughs> But I'm here for the dispossessed. Like, you mean dudes that want to kill women because they won't put out for them? Weird. Because you haven't learned social skills and learned how to talk to the other sex? I, like, I just feel so bad for these dispositioned men that can't do anything about it. And if you look at the terms, what does men mean? <laughs> and if everybody's going to say that it doesn't mean anything, then anything means nothing. And and if you understand that, then you would understand why I'm crying too. I'm Jordan Peterson. I'm a lobster. Fucking backwards talking asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I hate that guy. I fucking hate that shit. There's Fuck plenty of Fuck Jordan Peterson. He's Absolutely. that there it is. That's worse than 311. Yeah, Jordan Peterson's way worse than 311. 
Wow. That's it. That's how we're doing that. Everybody, That there it is. Uh, tune in next week when we'll do a something. We're covering something. We're going all in this month. Oh, uh, Joe like Meek, right? Oh, yeah. That makes sense because he only has the one recording before am- he did the murder. It's our Amber alert or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're welcome. It's, sure. The collective discography of Joe Meek is definitely an Amber album. I'll give you the sure. The collective discography. Oh, I, I for some reason I thought it was only one album. I don't know. It is. It is pretty much. I, I think there's like a deluxe edition if you want a little more. But well, tune in next week for another murderer. For a murderer. more murderers. Murdering murderer. murderer. Here at uh, is it worse than three eleven? Look up is it worse than three eleven at our website. Is it worse than dot com? You can also check out Pit Crack Records at pitcrackrecords.com. You can also see Trash Pit City at trashpitcity.com. Tune in next week. Toot toot, motherfucker. Rattle 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 r